Welcome to Destination Everywhere with hospitality and travel entrepreneurs Todd Bloodworth and Andy McNeil. Having traveled to over a hundred countries, Todd and Andy bring you unique perspectives with celebrities in the know, hospitality experts, and native connoisseurs to discover must-dos and inspirational destinations to plan your next trip for business or pleasure. So pack your bags and get ready as we bring you Destination Everywhere with Todd and Andy. Welcome to this spotlight episode of Destination Everywhere London, or actually we're going to places outside of London. And as great as London may be, it tends to be the place that most people go and stay in when they visit the UK. And if you want to host an event outside of the capital, we're asking you to consider these cities, which are easily accessible by air. And with me today is our very special guest. We have Philippa Pip Bradley. Welcome, Pip. Thanks, Todd. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Pip, you are all things London in my eyes. Tell us a little bit about where you're from and what makes you an expert on all things UK. Yeah, well, we're very fortunate because everything is really accessible from the capital of London. So I actually grew up in Kent. So one of the cities that we're going to be discussing today was actually a family favourite for our holidays in the summer, which is the wonderful city of Brighton. Also fortunate to have some Scottish roots. So Edinburgh is another city that's very close to my heart. And Manchester and Birmingham are amazing cities as well. As I say, it's so easy to get to these cities once you're in the UK itself. Um, I can definitely recommend all of them to our listeners today. And you've mentioned a couple of the cities, but let's go ahead and start with our first spotlight city for cities outside of London. And we are going to go to Scotland and we're going to talk about Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. So now pronounce it correctly. Edinburgh. 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 Because I've heard, it, I've heard Edinburgh, Edinburgh, but Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yep. That's how we'd say it. And this is the Scottish capital, and it's the perfect spot for history, spectacular views, and a traditional experience of Scotland. What are some of the other things that you like about Edinburgh? So the most amazing thing about Edinburgh is the backdrop of the castle. Literally in most of the wonderful streets that you walk down in the historic old town, you see the castle at every turn. So on Princess Street, along the Royal Mile, um, the castle is always there. And every single day they actually let the cannons off, which is so phenomenal when you're in the city and visiting. It actually has over 75% of the buildings listed. So it has so much history. So in that respect, it's a beautiful city just to take a long stroll around. And as I say, that castle is a wonderful backdrop for the city itself. Well, and obviously we know about whiskey. And in the evenings, it's great to unwind with a whiskey or some classic Scottish dishes like haggis. And you can tell us what haggis is, black pudding, <laughs> for Scottish smoked salmon. So for our listeners, give us a little explanation of haggis and black pudding. Well, firstly, you're never allowed to call it whiskey in Scotland. You have to call it scotch. That's the first one. Exactly. Absolutely. And if I describe the dishes, I may well and truly put your listeners off the cuisine of the Scottish Edinburgh, <laughs> city of Edinburgh. But haggis is actually the lining of a stomach <laughs> of a sheep, <laughs> but it's stuffed with the most amazing mincemeat and spices. And it's often celebrated or eaten when we celebrate Burns Night. Black pudding is often for breakfast as part of a full Scottish breakfast. And that's actually kind of dried blood. <laughs> 
of animals as well. It all doesn't sound very appetizing, but I assure you it's absolutely delicious and a firm favorite um, with my father, black pudding with every breakfast. Yeah. And smoked salmon is, is no better than, than eaten in Scotland for sure. And then let's talk about a little just bonding activities and you can try traditional Scottish Kaylee dancing. And have you ever tried Kaylee dancing, Pip? Yeah, it's funny. My father taught my sister to do it at every family celebration. So she's really good at the Scottish rig, the real Scottish rig, I should say. And, and yeah, so she knows how to do the Highland Fling and the Scottish reel. Um, I'm not as coordinated as my sister, but it is really exciting. And there's no better place to have a party. Hogmanay is the Scottish equivalent of New Year. Everyone is so hospitable. Everyone, you know, traditionally opens their doors for everyone to come and celebrate together. So parties in Scotland and in particular in the capital of Edinburgh are not to be forgotten easily. Well, now let's go. We're going to move a little further south. We're going to go to Manchester. Mm-hmm. And Manchester is UK's second city. It has a wonderful large international airport and it's perfect for welcoming global visitors. It's vibrant. It's north of, it's in the north of England. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about Manchester and your experiences. So what I love about Manchester is its diversity. It's so diverse and it's, I believe they speak over 200 languages are spoken within the city. It's also home to one of the world's best known soccer clubs. It's certainly football, the centre of British football. Manchester United, I'm sure, is well known to many of our listeners. There's a phenomenal nightlife in Manchester as well. So it's a really wonderful place, ideal for unwinding after busy days. And there's some amazing bars and locations. And then I must mention when we talk about football, Liverpool, because that's the team I support. So um, close to Manchester (laughs) is another football favourite, which is Liverpool. And that's uh, phenomenal, obviously most famous for the Beatles. And that's the music capital of the UK. So you can get easily from one city to the next. And when we talk about football, especially in the UK, be very careful who you're talking to and what you say, because they are passionate about their football. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's important to make sure you know who you're sharing a pint with in the pub. From experience, exactly. Well, now we're going to go a little something that's a little closer to Gatwick. And mm-hmm. it's about 30 minutes from Gatwick. And that's Brighton. This is one hour from central London. So it's it's relatively close. And Brighton, you mentioned, is one of the cities that you used to holiday in, correct? We did indeed. It's often referred to as London by the sea. And anyone that wanted to escape the bustling city would often go to Brighton uh, to enjoy the pleasures of its amazing pier, uh, to take a dip in the sea. And it's a real quintessential traditional British seaside town. And there's the, in May, there's the Brighton Festival or Brighton Festival season. So there's a big arts festival showcasing music, dance, theater, and performance art, and a lot more. And then Brighton Pride takes place in August, and Brighton is considered within the UK the LGBTQ plus capital of the UK, and it's known for its open-minded community and fun atmosphere. And what are some of the, you mentioned it's not quite the Florida Keys, but (laughs) what makes the seaside sound so charming? Do you swim in the water there? I have many a time swam at Brighton Beach. Yeah, it's a shingle beach. It's not sand, so it's pebbles. But you can take a stroll along the pier. You get the best fish and chips. And you also can get lots of sticks of rock, which is an English equivalent to a ginormous candy cane. It's just a really fun, vibrant city. Loads of stags and hens head to Brighton because of all of the amazing nightlife down there. And again, it's another really diverse city, but really cultural. It's actually the home to Britain's oldest cinema. And there's a lot of historical buildings throughout Brighton as well to enjoy. 
Fantastic. We've got to get to Brighton. And now we're going to go to Birmingham. And Birmingham, it's about an hour northwest of London by train. And it's worth mentioning that all the big cities are very reachable by train in the UK, which is such a plus. At best, it takes a lot of uh, traffic off of the roads. So Birmingham, let's talk about that. What are your experiences with that particular city? So again, it's hugely multicultural. It's actually home to some of Britain's most iconic brands. So everything from Bird's Custard, Cadbury's Chocolate, Bourneville Drinking Chocolate, H- HP Sauce, Thai Food Tea. Um, these brands all started in Birmingham. Also, as you probably know, it's affiliation to the Peaky Blinders as well. It's a real industrial city, but has really evolved. And again, is a really multicultural and amazing. It's actually, in terms of different cuisines, it's got a huge array and it's actually got the most Michelin-starred restaurants outside of London in the UK. So it's really famous. Really? I didn't know that. That's wonderful. Yeah. Most famously, the Balti Houses started in Birmingham. So if you want to sample a phenomenal curry, then Birmingham is definitely the city to head to. And you mentioned the relationship with the show Peaky Blinders, which is a great show. I think it's on HBO if you guys ever want to check that out. Yeah, absolutely. It's got a lot of uh, canals, actually more canals than Venice itself, which is where a lot of the trade took place, you know, back in the time of the Peaky Blinders. So lots of merchandise was actually traveled to up and down the UK by the canal system there. Well, now for our next city, we're going to go to Northern Ireland. In Northern Ireland, we're going to go to Belfast, which is actually the, the capital of Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK. And it's just a short hop across the sea from Great Britain. And what do you know about Belfast? And and I know it has a significant and sometimes tumultuous history, but it's a magnificent city nonetheless. Yeah, it truly is. And I think Dublin's often where everyone heads to when they go to Ireland. And Belfast is potentially the less busy of the cities, but has so much to offer in terms of sightseeing and family activities. It's actually where the Titanic was built in 1912. And there's an amazing museum there where you can hear all about the history. The anchor was actually made in Birmingham, but the boat itself was actually made in Belfast. So yeah, it's a phenomenal Irish city, massive Irish hospitality as well. Everyone there is incredibly friendly and welcoming and there's a lot to do as a destination. And what do you know about getting across the border in Northern Ireland into Ireland? Is it a fairly easy process these days? Yeah, absolutely. Going across to Ireland, going into Wales, going it's, it's yeah, all of those long gone. We can freely travel in and out of these amazing countries as an extension of Great Britain and the UK. So yeah, there's no problem at all. It's just like landing in any other airport in the world. Well, there you have it. There are five wonderful destinations. We're going to recap them real quick. Edinburgh, Manchester, Brighton, Birmingham, and Belfast. So if you're looking for a trip to the UK and you do want to get outside of London, we urge you to reconsider, not reconsider actually, but if you have time to consider these other destinations and get a better feel for the country as a whole, because it really does offer such cultural differences once you get outside of London proper. So that said, Pip, we would like to thank you so much for taking the time and joining us today. My absolute pleasure. We look forward to welcoming um, all of our listeners to one of these amazing UK destinations. And with that, we would also like to thank our team members here at Destination Everywhere. We'd like to give special thanks to 
Keely Tanner, our copywriter, and our podcast producer, Annie Fernandez. So please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show on your preferred podcast app or by going to DestinationEverywhere.com. So we look forward to speaking with you next time on Destination Everywhere. Safe travels. You've just tuned in to another episode of Destination Everywhere with travel and hospitality entrepreneurs, Todd Bloodworth and Andy McNeil. To access the show notes and other helpful resources, visit www.americanmeetings.com. Join us again next week for another bucket list filled show as we feature another travel worthy destination. Until next time, travel well and be safe out there.